0: Hello everyone and happy new year. This is the first episode we've um, aired since the new year. This is your host Linda of Divorce A Podcast. I'd like to thank you for joining us for another episode. I certainly hope that your 2020 is off to a great start. Um, I actually meant to have this posted a couple days ago but I, I didn't get around to it and It is my intention as this new year has begun to be very consistent, much more consistent with posting than I have been posting episodes because people ask me about the episodes and you know when I'm coming back on. So this year, it's my intention to uh, be sure that we are consistent and we're with you every week with a new episode like we should be. So again, I just want to thank you for coming by and as you know, generally we talk about... um, relationship. This is a relationship podcast. We talk about uh, marriages or the loss of relationship. Usually talk about courtship and marriage and the traumatic events of divorce. It's an unfortunate thing, but divorce is the thing that is a thing. So today I'm going to stay within the context of relationship, but I'm talking from a different perspective. I'm going to talk more about how you should first, you know, connect with yourself, know where you're headed and, um, and know what your value is and, and what, what your purpose is. I'll be talking a little bit about the pitfalls of not having clarity and unfairly involving somebody else in your uncertainty. So I, I can speak to this from experience. So this is where I'll be coming from today. That's what I'll be talking about. So and um, one more thing I just want to say, this message is important. Even if you're not thinking about a love relationship, it's just, just important and critical that you're mentally clear on where you're going and where you're headed in life. So um, going back a little bit, over 20 years ago, I met, I met the person who would ultimately become my husband. And just to uh, go back a little bit more, uh, prior to meeting him, I had been in church all of my life. I was an organist for over 20 years in my church, and my life had been consumed spiritually, and I loved it. I loved the music ministry. I was working under some great directors and teachers and had great relationships with my fellow instrumentalists. That had been my life for many years, and I just absolutely loved it. But somewhere along the line, a person in authority at the church had hurt me really very deeply, crushed me to my emotional core to the point where um, I left the church. And I also left my, you know, the talent behind. I left the church behind and I left the talent behind. And what I mean when I say that is I continued to play at home sometimes, not like I used to, but I did. I never played for a church again. I never worked under um you know as an employee of a church again. And I was just thinking about that and I'm just thinking, you know, I think we get so deeply wounded by people in the church because we have these expectations that from people that call themselves Christians that they are superhuman and they don't hurt people. But, you know, people in church do hurt people. Cuz everybody, you know what I learned in life is that everybody in um church ain't saved. So, I think that's a lesson that needs to be learned, and I always thought I understood that, but apparently, I mean, I think I knew it, but hurt is hurt, and I was really bad. I was really hurt, like I said, to my core. But don't miss the lesson that I just gave you. Remember, whether you're a new saint or an experienced and mature saint, everybody in church is not saved, so just always stay in prayer and guard your feelings. So... Anyway, just moving on for for with my story. I was really disillusioned by the experience I had in in the church. And you can be heard anywhere. Don't get don't get me wrong. I don't mean to convey that or or to imply that the church is the issue. That's not the issue here. The issue here is people. So anyway, I was really disillusioned by the hurtful experience, and rather than pray about it, and Lord, I was really n- not happy. I was furious. I was hurt, and I didn't seek God's face in the situation. I just decided to move on life in life with, with my, you know, doing it my way, and I didn't even look back at the church at all. And I'm sure that the enemy was rejoicing because I had left the church and gone on about my business. My whole uh, mindset about life had changed drastically. I wasn't focused on anything. I was just living. That's it. I was just living life. So somewhere in the midst of my anger and the pain that I had suffered at the hands of the person, I just was totally lost. I really was. And basically, when I say I was lost, I didn't do anything really valuable for my life. I don't even think I knew what purpose was. And I did nothing that added to the planet or my legacy. I I just wasn't doing anything, anything. I didn't do, I didn't have any real intention about my life except to go out and have a good time. And I think the only thing that was intentional in my life was the enemy because whatever he sent my way, I just rolled with it. So anyway, I let life just dictate my every move, even though I was still methodical about my work ethic and I continued to be a good mom to my daughter. So in terms of anything else going on in my life, there was just emptiness. So let fast forward. So some years later, I met somebody. Retrospectively, I was not ready to be meeting somebody and trying to be dating. I wasn't ready, you know, because at the time I was still just going on you no know, not thinking not much about anything so and it, but it had been so many years it had been quite a few years since i truly dated somebody that um paid so much attention to me buying me gifts doing nice things i got caught up in the feeling feeling and the thrill of it all so anyway over time that momentum continued to build up and we got married and guess what that marriage was a failure, and it was an absolute failure to me from the start. When I, you know, I think about it, it was a failure from the start. I don't know how he felt, but at the time, internally, in my mind, I was already feeling that it wasn't a good, it wasn't good. I remember even during the courtship, I remember saying to myself that something wasn't right, that the relationship wasn't right, but, you know, I was still there having fun. And that was all I cared about, was feeling good. I was broken, and I believe that the high that I got from hanging out and being with him, it covered up some of the pain and the feelings of inadequacy and insecurity that I felt. I wasn't aware of it at the time, but I do believe that the adrenaline was really like self-medicating for me. You know, as I think back on it. I think that's why it was just so good, and so, and I didn't think about you know, whether, you know, this was going to be good or bad. I just was having fun. So I was overdoing everything at the time. I had a tendency, I was over drinking, I was overeating. And I gained about 20 pounds. And anybody that knows me that knows that I'm generally, I'm a lean person. I wasn't lean for a while. I had gained about 20 pounds and just participating in whatever felt good. I I mostly, my focus was him. I did whatever made him happy. And at the time, that was my goal in life. Him and my daughter, of course, but pleasing him was like, I'm talking about not finding purpose. I think I thought that was my purpose in life because that's all I did, and it didn't get me anywhere. The marriage was still pretty bad and rocky from the beginning. So I, I, during that time, I was still feeling pretty alone, even though I was living in a house with people and all that, people were around. I still felt pretty alone. I was, like I said before, I was totally lost. The marriage wasn't fulfilling. My career wasn't fulfilling. Life was pretty dark and empty. I was in no way prepared for a relationship with anybody because I had not worked through my issues. I I didn't think, obviously, didn't think very much of myself because I had allowed my husband's will to become my will. And I say that based on, like in church, you always hear the prayers. The people, when they pray, they'll say, oh, God, let your will be my will. Well, in this case, his my husband's will had become my will. I wasn't doing anything really, you know, to enhance my own life personally. So I was just being a wife. So again, I guess that was my purpose for me at that time. I don't think I realized how deeply um, what had happened to me had affected me. Until now, that as I sit here and talk through this podcast, I really... I'm thinking about how deeply and how much that really affected me and I really until I talk I'm just happen to talk through this I'm realizing how much and how badly I was hurt by it cuz I put my God relationship and church relationship all that went by the wayside and I had been that had been my life forever So again, when I think back on that time frame, it was totally unfair to jump into a relationship with someone when I had no clarity whatsoever on where my life was headed. I hadn't had any real direction in years and no goals, just living. So yes, the marriage was a failure. But one thing I am glad I'm able to be totally transparent and truthful about it. And um, at the time that I got married, I just shouldn't have. I had no right to subject anybody else to my situation cuz it was un unhe- I was unhealthy at the time. I was mentally unhealthy. And today I can admit retrospectively that I've got married for all the wrong reasons. So basically that's, you know, best message for today and and for anybody who's listening. Don't embark upon or initiate a relationship though until you have clarity. Over your own life and a large part of this is knowing your own self-worth and your value. And if you're clear on these things, I think you'll be mindful and work yourself into your purpose and into the, the direction that God has laid for you. And you will also be, you'll also be selective in terms of who you choose as a mate as well. You won't go picking um, Mr. or Mrs or Miss Feelgood. I think that because I was in such a volatile state at the time, I just picked somebody who made me feel good, and well, he was not necessarily the mate that God would have chosen for me. And so I let my circumstance pick my mate. So as this episode comes to a close, you, I guess ask yourself a couple questions. You know, ask yourself, do I have clarity or direction in my life? Have I set any goals? Have I uncovered my purpose? And uncovering your purpose is very, very important, so focus on that. And when you get some time, you know, read about purpose and uh, because it's important. That's why you're here. You're here on this earth, on this planet, to fulfill the purpose that's been set for you. So again, you know, again, I was hurt, and I just have to say that all is forgiven. And I even had to forgive myself, too, because of all those mistakes I made and you know, uh, the direction I was going in that was backwards. Uh, I can say that now I'm, I'm really excited about my life, I've uncovered my purpose after so many years of having fallen away from the church, I'm back in the church. And um, for you, like me, like I should have done, pray, remember to pr- always pray and God will give you di- direction. He'll give you his wisdom over your life. And so with that being said, that is all I had to share with you today. Just remember to love one another and always be forgiving. I just want to thank you for stopping by today. This is your host, Linda, um, from the Divorce podcast. Please be sure to stop by next week for another episode. Uh, Take care and God bless you. Bye-bye.